Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Good old hump day is upon us once again. And hope everybody's doing well. It's, uh, I tell you what, it's hard to believe it. Tomorrow's going to be Halloween, but uh, I tell you, it just seems like it's just summertime yesterday. It's the month of June or July. I just can't get over how fast uh, time goes by. But um, I hope everybody has a good day and a safe day. And don't forget that uh, Fountain Life Bible Church will be doing our one-stop candy shop at uh, six o'clock we'll have uh, inside of all be indoors that we have to worry about the weather the kids can go through we have different tables set up and go through and get their candy and while they're doing that they'll have lightning charlie uh he'll be singing and uh so he'll be putting on a free concert and then our next door in our fellowship hall we'll have free hamburgers hot dogs and nachos and so you can't beat that you get a free meal free candy and a free concert uh, my gosh you can't ask for more so uh so be sure to plan on that tonight at six o'clock It'll probably end um, around 8, sometimes earlier. A lot of times people come through pretty quick, and then they can start filtering out uh, after about an hour, hour and a half. But uh, we'll see. But usually about 8 at the latest when it ends. So, But I hope everybody does come out and join us, and uh, we'll have a great time in the Lord and great fellowship. And uh, I'll be looking for each and every one of you. But, uh, you know, I hope that you'll take today, and you will use it to glorify God. And... Uh, it's hard. It really is sometimes because uh, we wake up and sometimes we are faced with a uh, plethora of emotions uh, and, uh, and decisions to be made. You know, it could be any number of things. And it's not always easy to get up and just uh, feel like you're pleasing God automatically. Sometimes you get up and feel miserable uh, as a human being. And it's just part of life. But don't let the old devil rob you of your joy. Let's get up. Let our day be full. Let it be used for God's service. And whatever mistakes you made yesterday, realize that it's God's giving you a brand new start today. So don't let the old devil hang that over your head uh, to make you feel uh, miserable. Uh, just be happy that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and that uh, God loves you and he's going to give up on you. And I think that if we can just keep that attitude, understanding God's grace, uh, I think that would change the way we see ourselves and the world. So uh, remember, God is there. And uh, no matter where you're at or what you're doing and where you're at in your life, God is always there. So, But if you have your uh, Bibles handy, we're going to look at John chapter 14 and uh, we'll ver look at verse 21. And so let me bring this up here and you follow along. But I do want you to underline these in your Bibles, highlight them, make notes so that you can go back and read these uh, later on if you can. So. But it says, uh, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved by my father. And I will not love, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. I'll get out here in a second. I tell you, I, I love, uh, I like the way King James is worded, but I tell you sometimes it is, uh, tongue-tying to read out loud at times and uh I've, I've told you this before if it was if it was up to me i would preach from the english standard version it's so much easier to understand it's probably the uh the one of the if not the best accurately translated version out there but it's just that so many people particularly older people uh have grown up with the king james and that's just what everybody's used to so that's why i preach out of that but uh uh, but you know, hey, as long as God's word gets out there, that's all that matters. As long as we're not using a translation that's erroneous or uh, from a cult like the Mormons or Jehovah's Witness or uh, you know something like the uh, a version that's leaving Scripture out or adding Scripture to, you know, as long as we're not dealing with garbage like that, uh, you know, we're we're we'll be all right. So, but anyway, when we uh, look at this this passage here, 
He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. All right, good morning, Mrs. Sop. So when we look at this, obviously, as children of God, if we love Jesus Christ, we want to keep his commandments. This is not from a legalistic point of view, where there were uh, the Pharisees, Sadducees uh, were trying to keep uh, the the law, the Old Testament law. See, even the Apostle Paul thought if he kept you know, strictly by the law, then that's going to grant him interest into heaven. This is not what this is talking about. We're not talking about keeping uh, Mosaic law here. Uh, we're talking about that because out of our love and devotion to Jesus Christ, understanding his atoning work on the cross for us, that out of our love and devotion, we want to keep his commandments. You know, uh, obviously, uh, somebody says, well, uh, I got saved. And, and uh, now this may sound a little... Um, uh, crass, uh, I don't mean it to be, but, you know, uh, one illustration that I had read in regards to this passage was, uh, say, an individual says they got saved, and then they said they had the, uh, so they slept with someone else, you know, that uh, they wasn't married to, and, and they had the, the best uh, relations they've ever had. Well, obviously, if they're have given their hearts to Jesus Christ, that's not exactly keeping uh, that any of his commands if they're having uh, sex outside of marriage, you know. So we have to be careful if we're saying that we are saved. My point is we're saying that we are saved and we are God's children and we're living outside of God's will, doing things that show no different than those who are in the world, then that's a problem. Uh, we're not showing good fruit. We're not showing that reflection of Jesus Christ. We can't say that we are saved and then have one foot in the world. Those who are not gods, it's easy to uh, listen to the things of the world. It's easy to say that premarital sex is okay, homosexuality is okay, uh, perverseness, hedonistic lifestyle is okay, abortion's okay. You see all these things. You know, this kind of goes back a little bit to what I was talking about Sunday evening, was the fact that the further you get away from God, and when that pendulum is swinging way from God's word, you see how anything goes. The morality is in decline. Immoral behavior is in is an incline. Uh, anything goes because if there's no conviction of sin, then there's no need for a savior. And those of us who are saved, those of us who've given our life to Jesus Christ, that we've made that commitment in our hearts, we want to serve God and we want to keep His commandments because we want to honor Him. You know, just like any child uh, wants to honor their parents, they want to do things that they know will make their parents happy. You know, they may wash dishes, clean the house, keep the room clean. It's not because they think that uh, uh, the, you know they don't do that out of certain, you know, because they, they something they have to do. Uh, sometimes they do these things because they want to show love and devotion to those parents. Say, hey, look what I did. I cleaned the house for you today, or I cleaned my room today, or I washed dishes today. I cooked supper for you today. And we see these things because we're, they want to show that, that love to their parents. Say, hey, I did this because I love you. I, that's why we do this with Jesus Christ. We keep his commandments out of our love and devotion to him, not out of legalistic rituals thinking that will grant us into heaven. The only way we're getting into heaven is, is accepting Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. And as a result, we want to keep those commandments that God has laid before us. And so we, that, that's, that's an awesome thing, you know, that we do this out of devotion. It's not by works, it's by faith. And uh, sometimes people get uh, some of these verses confused when we talk about works and faith, but it's by faith, all right? It's not by our works, but out of our faith, we want to do those works to please God. So, but it says that he, he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father so you know we see this that jesus christ obviously gave his life for us jesus christ come to show us the way uh to heaven and because of that uh because of our love for jesus christ we see that god the father will love us see before jesus christ we were outside of that we didn't we there was there demanded uh a, a um uh 
oh, a restoration, okay? Because, you know, look at it this way. Sometimes when uh, uh, a, um, say two people get into it, they're good friends, and uh, all of a sudden some matter come up they didn't agree with. And uh, there was uh, division. You decided you, just, you had to cut this person off because of whatever reason. Maybe they bad-mouthed you or, or who knows, you know. And so, this, so that friendship, there was division. Well, when you uh, reconcile, you decide that, um, you know, you know what, this isn't right. I, I miss my friend. I want to make things right between me and this individual. Then that's what we called reconciliation. And that's what Jesus Christ did. He reconciled us back to God because we're, we're, we were at an enmity with, Jesus, with God. And Jesus Christ was our advocate who talks to God the Father on our behalf. And so that, 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 uh, uh, that restoration was made complete, that reconciliation was made complete between us and God before there was a great divide because sin divided us from us and God. But praise Jesus for what he, his atoning work on the cross. So as a result, all right, as it's talking about here, he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father because of that reconciliation between us and God. God loves us out of our devotion and love for what Jesus Christ has done for us. And it says, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Now, it's not talking so much physically manifestation, but spiritually, God's going to reveal himself to us, his love to us. We, we, so sometimes um, I think Christians have a hard time uh, explaining Jesus' love for other people because uh, our, we, can, we know that God is real. We know that Jesus Christ is real for those who have given our lives to him because we know it in our hearts. It's, it's more than a feeling. Remember, feelings can be fleeting. It's that relationship with Jesus Christ. And sometimes we have a hard time expressing that love to explain uh, that, that what we have inside to other people. And I think that's why a lot of people shy away uh, from witnessing or inviting others to church. They, they, they get scared. They don't know how to, to talk to them about God. Well, see, remember, God has given a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7 tells us. And that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to be afraid. He wants us to be scared so that we don't tell others about God's love for them. And we can't do that. If we share in sincerity what Jesus Christ has done for us, and they will see that sincerity that will draw them. You'll be surprised how that draws them to church and to Jesus Christ and to God. Just be sincere. But it's that, it says that, and it will manifest myself to him. We can feel God's presence with us uh, when we're in prayer, when we're reading our Bibles, uh, just going throughout our day, you know, just trying to talk to God the Father, talking to Jesus Christ. We know he is there. He manifests himself spiritually to us. And so it's an awesome thing. You know, just like I, I've said this several times in the pulpit, you know, where I've had the surgery and having to walk, literally walking and talking with Jesus Christ is what I do. And I, I feel his presence there. I know he's there. And uh, it's not to say he's not there any other time of the day, but I just feel that, that time with me and God. It's just me and him getting to walk and talk. And I look forward to that. And, uh, you know, to, to know that I am uh, humbling myself and just want to consume myself with the Spirit. You know, that's, that's what Jesus Christ sent to us. He manifests myself to him. That's the third person of the Trinity uh, is that uh, the Holy Spirit. That sometimes it's hard to understand that paracletos, that helper that uh, is with us and walks with us each and every day. So, you know, understand God's love for us. And out of God's love for us, he sent Jesus Christ, his only son, to save us. And, uh, you know, so let's... Uh, 
obey his commandments. Let us serve him well. Let us be slaves. You know, that's a word that people don't like to hear anymore when it talks of slavery. But let us be slaves to Jesus Christ. Let us be consumed with the things of him. Let us be his servant. Let us be that tool in his toolbox. Let us be molded and shaped in his glory. And let us not get distracted by the things of this world, but let us be focused upon him. Let him serve us. Let us serve him well in all areas. Let us have faith and trust in him. Trusting that process, knowing what God has done for us, and realize we are nothing on our own. We are, when we we completely give ourselves to Jesus Christ. We're a new creature. We're a new person. And let us uh, rival in that. Uh, thank you, Kay. And let us rival in that and uh, and take great pleasure and great joy in what Jesus Christ has done for us. Let's not take for granted, but uh, let it fulfill us, sustain us, help us to persevere and to move forward. And let our faith be whole and complete. And uh, so, you know, as you go out today, to, out and about today, no matter who cuts you off in traffic, how long the lines are at the store or at somewhere you're trying to get breakfast or whatever it may be, who cares? Let's just have a, the right attitude before Jesus Christ today and say, you know what, Lord, let me shine today. Let me let your light shine through me today. Let people see that smile, that joy that only comes from you. And uh, when people see what you have, they'll want it and they want to know what you've got. And it opens doors for the opportunity to witness and invite others to church. And uh, who knows how that may affect and bring usher others into godly presence of salvation. So we just never know. It's like a rock thrown into a pond and how that ripple effect. We never know how our attitude and actions may reflect, may affect those around us. And that's the whole point as Christians, as pastors, is to get people into heaven, get people saved. That's what we need to do. And that is our work here on this earth is to love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Let us do that on a daily basis. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you and praise you. Lord, thank you for your good word. Thank you for the bread of life in which you give us, Lord Jesus. Let us uh, take this in. Let us uh, let it be consumed. Uh, Lord, uh, let us uh, grow in your admonition, Lord Jesus. Let us uh, be, come to full spiritual maturity, Lord. And uh, Lord, for someone watching this this morning that doesn't know you, let me pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God, watch your protect us this day. Be with our parents, teachers, children, uh, bus drivers. Let them get to school and back safely. Lord, be with all these kids who are going out and about trick-or-treating. Lord, that you'll keep them safe and that no harm will come to them. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, we'll always be a light in the world of darkness. And, Lord, be with all the prayer requests or prayer concerns. Uh, that are out there and, and requested each and every day and that your will will be done uh, and that we'll trust in your good purposes and work and all things. Lord, be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Let him seek you for all things. Bless him and his family. Protect and keep them safe. Be with this nation, Lord. Let it pray that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before until come to know you. Bless our church. Lord, Family Life Bible Church, bless it. And Lord, uh, just pray that you will... Uh, uh, feel it to the so many people we have to add on and uh, that we'll see a, a soul saved every Sunday. We thank you, love you, praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I thank each and every one of y'all for watching this morning. It's always a, a pleasure and honor to get to do these little devotionals. Again, don't forget to join us tonight for a fall festival, 6 o'clock, 118 Julie Lane in uh, Boone's Creek. Uh, and uh, get you some free food and candy. If you want to um, uh, share these devotions and think you might have friends or family who might like to watch these each and every day, it's at Dr. Young 77 on Facebook. If they don't do Facebook, Twitter is Dr. Matthias Young. 
And uh, as always, uh, I do a podcast each week, and this week I get to interview a war hero veteran, Josh Hall, and he has an incredible story. You don't want to miss that. It will be shown live on YouTube, and then you can listen later on podcasts as well as these devotions and our sermons. You can always go back and listen to those as you go out and about your day. So uh, thank you all for watching this morning. I hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, and a fantabulous day, and remember, Live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.